With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In what truly feels like a lifetime ago, I used to open up this podcast by saying that it's a great and a terrible time to be a woman. But let's get real. No one is having a great time these days. I'm your host, Audrey Hill. Welcome back to the Scene Sisterhood podcast after a very long hiatus. I'm suffering, y'all. We all have been. When I started this podcast at the beginning of 2020, I had no idea what lay in store for the entire world. Obviously, none of us did. The COVID-19 global pandemic has rocked all of us, and I think it's safe to say that every single person you know is struggling on some level. So I took a break from recording because I had no mental or emotional energy to devote to it. Frankly, I'm still extremely depleted, but in the spirit of moving forward, we are moving in a new direction for the foreseeable future, both in society and for this podcast. So my podcast has always focused on women feeling seen and supported, and although the delivery has changed, it's still my main goal. Without further ado, welcome to the Scene Sisterhood podcast, the series Pandemic and the Powerful Woman. In these episodes, I'm going to be reading you stories and written content from women on their experiences during the pandemic. I'm also open up for submissions of 500 words or less, poetry, writing, stories, whatever you want. We'd love to hear from you, whoever you are, whatever you're feeling, whatever stage of life you're in now, because you matter, what you have to say matters, and sisterhood matters. So let's jump in. So like I said, long hiatus, um, but this idea came to me a few weeks ago, and I put the call out there probably last week, and I'm going to be reading two separate experiences today. Um both written by friends of mine. I will give you a little bit of background on both of them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, here we go. Oh, maybe not. Sorry, guys. Tech problems because, you know. Hmm. Okay, here we go. So the submission says, hey, Audrey, I have a submission for you. Hopefully it's within the guidelines you were asking for. It is, don't worry. On March 17th, 2020, our world shut down. It was like something from a movie. Stores closed, roads deserted, families inside and afraid of leaving. It was also the day that I became a mother. All my life, I have dreamt of being a mom. I would have never even, never even fathomed that my son would be born during a 
worldwide pandemic during a lockdown without any warning. That I would walk out of the hospital to a dead zone. That part gives me chills. That my motherhood experience would be so very different from most other moms that I already knew. That I would not have the maternity leave that I thought I would. That our families wouldn't be able to share in newborn snuggles. That our moms and dads wouldn't be able to meet their first long-awaited grandchild until much later than we imagined. That I would feel so incredibly guilty for, quote, keeping my newborn away from those I loved for fear of a virus. That we wouldn't be able to have anyone come help us when we needed it. And that I would need the time in the first few weeks of being postpartum to mourn all of those losses. But when I look at my son, I knew I had to be strong for him. I couldn't allow myself to go down this dark hole that was staring at me right in my tired, hormonal face. I talked with family and friends way more than I ever have. I was showed, shown compa- more compassion. Hmm, let's try that again. I was shown more compassion from people than I would have ever thought. We went outside to get sunshine and fresh air every single day. My love and gratitude for my husband only grew with all the sacrifices that he made in order to make sure that our, stun- our son and I stayed healthy and safe. I snuggled my baby so damn much. I focused on the good and I focused on staying in the moment as humanly po- much as humanly possible. And I was so grateful that despite all my fears, my baby has remained strong and healthy. He is the absolute light of my life. These past six months, I've had to be the strongest I've ever been, even stronger than I knew I would have to be as a new mom. But I know I'll be a better mom and wife because of all of the things that the past six months have taught me. So that's from my friend Jackie. Jackie and I went to university together 100 million years ago. Um, So the first time I read that, I had chills. Um, I cried, obviously. Um, It's just so beautifully written, and I can't even imagine being um, a new mom, a first-time mom during this pandemic. And there's so many people um, we know who have brought new babies home into their families during this and I can't even imagine the struggle I mean I know how much I struggled with being a new mom and having kids and I had tons of help and support so um, if you are one of those families or women in a situation where you are about to have a baby or you've just brought home a new baby and you need support I know support doesn't look like what it typically used to but there's still so many online resources and if anyone knows anyone who's about to have a baby or you know just had one um, meal trains aren't really possible right now but you can always send skip the dishes gift cards online like there's so many ways to help um, in this time so thanks Jackie for writing that that was um, really beautiful and it was my first submission so it's a little extra special to me So I've got one more, also on the topic of motherhood. So this is from my friend, Samantha. Well, 2020 has been a unique experience from being a nurse in long-term care in Canada to becoming pregnant, having my wedding still, and somehow going off cold turkey off of my antidepressants. To start, my husband and I were excited and had been starting to try for kids before the pandemic and found out that we were pregnant at the beginning of February, right before covid At that time, I had already been weaning off of my antidepressants and was going to stop one of them entirely so that I was completely off by the beginning of pregnancy. Knowing this, I was already in therapy and using coping mechanisms to prepare for my ever-changing body, as well as not being on antidepressants. 
All was going well. We were going to have an intimate wedding at the courthouse, hoping to have it on our 10-year anniversary, June 14th, 2020, when COVID happened. Everything felt like it went out the window at the beginning. There was so much stress and fear on top of planning a wedding and now planning to have a child. I remember for weeks on end coming home from work crying and I devastated as I feared for my own life through COVID and most of all for my baby's life. With the changes in policies every day at work to severe morning sickness and withdrawal symptoms, I felt like I was dying. Add on top the restrictions of not having a support person with you for your appointments to having teleconferences for you and the baby's health was maddening. I felt anger as well as my own depression continually challenged in the pandemic. I expressed these concerns to healthcare professionals and was told to keep fighting, which was getting harder and harder as group therapy was canceled and online was only available every two weeks. Every day was a struggle and I still wanted to get married in June, but everything was told to be canceled and on hold. As the months started to go by, I put all of my hopes and desires to our wedding as I determined one way or another it would be happening. With the help of family and friends, I was able to accomplish not only a dream wedding, but something just as amazing and even better. We had to go out of town to make special arrangements to get a marriage license, which was hell to get and you had to fight to get it. We had to tell everyone except 12 people that they could not come to our wedding anymore, but promised that hopefully by 2021, we would still be able to celebrate together. It worked out and so has my pregnancy through all this, but this is only a sliver of how much struggle I was put through this year. Still, I am happy and although COVID is still around, it cannot stop life. So like I said, that was from my friend Samantha. So Samantha, like she said, is um, an LTC nurse um, and she's someone that I've known I used to work with and she's always so chipper and upbeat and happy, her and her husband Harrison, who I've also known just as long I used to work with both of them are always just like happy go lucky really energetic people um so even though I knew a little bit about what um Sam was going through I didn't even know that much um and I think that's something to remember uh especially now with COVID when we don't have our coping mechanisms we don't have our distractions we don't it's so much harder to put on a brave face and you don't have to put on a brave face. You don't owe anyone anything. Um, if you want to put on the brave face, if that's how you need to cope, that's awesome and good for you. And if you cannot put on that brave face or you cannot try to be chipper and upbeat and that's what works for you, that's awesome. Um, there's no, there's no one right way to grieve and even if we haven't lost someone during this pandemic, we're all still grieving on some level. We're grieving for the experiences that we've missed. We're grieving for the experiences that we're missing. We're grieving our former lives, which will never be the same. We're grieving human interaction. We're grieving freedom. We're grieving just so much. And then I, I speak, I say that coming from a especially privileged stance. I, neither my husband nor I have been laid off. Um, if anything, we're working more. So, um, to those additional people who are experiencing financial struggle, they're grieving that sense of security. And even if they didn't have a sense of security before, you know, the people that were living paycheck to paycheck, it's only gotten worse. So, um, yeah, like whatever you need to do, um, to work through that. Um, and I don't even mean work through that. I don't think it's actually going to be worked through. I think everyone's feelings around COVID are just something that we have to acknowledge and tolerate at this point. There's no, sadly, there's no, um, 
there's no end in sight right now. There's no end date. There's no, there's nothing we can work forward to. We're kind of all just floating and stagnant. Um, I was saying to my therapist last week, it's, it sounds very sad and evil. Like it feels weird to say that, like, I'm happy that everyone else is going through this too, because then at least it's not just me crazy in my own head. Um, so if you're feeling that way too, I see you, I love you. Um, yeah, I, I just want everyone to stay well as best that they can and, um, do whatever they need to do to make it through the next day. And I mean, it's so cheese. It's like the, the universal slogan now of we're all in this together and I kind of hate it, but we really are. Um, if you're able to, if you have access to hug the people you have access to in your home, not outside of your bubble, tell people you love them, um, drink enough water, take your vitamins, try to get some sunshine and stay well, my friends. So this is going to conclude episode one, um, of the motherhood episode of the pandemic and powerful women series here on the scene sisterhood. I'm Audrey Hill. Thanks.